welcome to the Star Wars Brothers Podcast. I'm Cliff Boyd. And I'm here with John Boyd. Sabercats huddle up. And Drew Shepard. And your ism. <laughs> oh, man. We've got a, quite the Star Wars lore to discuss today. Um, but before we do, uh, let's, uh, let's give some updates on how life has been. It's been a long time since we've recorded. Not very long since the last podcast episode posted, okay? But but a long time since we recorded. <laughs> I've been posted those pretty late. I'm going to try to do better about it. And the big hangup was the one of them that I posted was um, I had to do a bunch of editing on that I just didn't feel like doing. So just being lazy, yeah. you know. So sorry to all our patrons out there. Um, I know you guys are paying for high quality content and drop the ball. I dropped the grab ball. <laughs> On Patreon, yeah. <laughs> All of our Patreon patrons. Uh, we have zero, zero uh, patrons so far, but I'm, I'm sure that'll change if I just start posting the uh, posting the episodes on time. So, I mean, just mentioning Gravball will bring them in. So, I think so. I think, I think the so. I think the the uh, the podcast search algorithms will probably pick us up and really start really start pushing us out to the yeah. masses after Absolutely. after today's discussion. Drew, what's going on? What's new? Uh, so you'll have to remind me. When was the last time we even recorded? Oh, um, no, last year, like November. What, what, had Christmas even happened yet? Like, Mm-mm. no, Mm-mm. okay, uh, no. So there's so much. Um, oh yeah, that's gone on. Um, I was. It only took over- us like three months to read a you know, 140 page junior novel. <laughs> oh, so. and there's a reason our readers will find out why uh, our listeners will find out why, but um, just highlights uh, start with today. I finally finished final fantasy 12 today. Ooh, uh, never played cool. it before. Finished it today. Yeah. Uh, definitely not my favorite one. I'm going to say that, uh, but you know, whatever I finished it so I can, at least I played it now. Mm-hmm. Um, Christmas, I have a really good friend goes by the name of Cliff, and this is still video game related. That's why I'm tying it in here. He got mm. me a Lego Talmec, John. I don't know if you've ever played the Horizon uh, Forbidden West, Horizon Zero Dawn games, but uh, that's one of the the machines, one of sort of the iconic uh, symbols of the game, and so 1,200 pieces. Um, that, you know, and I was I was thinking, you've given me a lot to do. Like, there's this podcast I'm supposed to be listening to, <laughs> Tabletop Escapades. I'll give them a plug because no great one will podcast. ever hear this. Um, but no, I'm just playing. Um, and then this Lego, doing this Lego, um, reading this book. I'm like, there's a lot actually going on. Um, but, you know, it's it's all been good. So visited my brother, some family up in Nashville over Christmas break almost got snowed in. Had that big uh, snowstorm come through where it was negative two degrees with a wind chill of negative twenty something, and it was just crazy, terrible. Yeah. Um, crazy. And we just recently started. I-, I hope I'm not stealing your thunder with this. That's okay. We- I was going to mention it, but you can go ahead. Okay. No, I'll leave it for you. I'll leave it for you. No, go go ahead and say it. It's okay. It's okay. Oh, you're going to talk about Disney, right? No. No. What were you going to talk about? Oh, <laughs> we just started playing uh, Dungeons and Dragons. Oh, was that last weekend? Yeah. Don't say it, John. Nerd. 
<laughs> there it is. <laughs> um, and uh, I am, oh, I don't even remember what I am. I'm a wood elf fighter uh, named uh, Jan. Yancey. Yancey. Yancey Tumblewood or something like that. I don't remember. I just <sighs> I forgot like, to yeah. name myself before I showed up. So I just came up with something. But yeah. Yeah. Killed some. A- Killed some pirate zombies already and yeah. trying to figure out the mystery of this town or lack thereof. I don't know. I'm just kind of exploring around, figuring out what's going on, trying to, all trying to find to a way to cheat death and find my destiny. So really live in your role. I like it. I like <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> what are you doing, uh, Drew? Which what tell us a little bit about your D&D character. So my D&D character is a wizard high elf and gosh, my name is Arion. And uh, I I don't remember much else about where we are right now. Yeah, I don't know. Um, it was fun. It was a lot yeah. of fun. It was fun just casting magic missile. So that's always yeah. nice. Uh, <laughs> uh, John, I've never played in my life before. I have uh, pretty much no idea what I'm doing other than the fact <laughs> that I've heard a podcast and listened to them a few times. And I at least know somewhat what's going on. Um, but when I roll a dice, I still have to say to someone like, all right, help me figure this out. I don't know what this means. Like, just, just tell me what to do. Yeah. <laughs> so it's fun though. It's fun. I mean, we're into video games and RPGs and, and all that. And it's basically just that, but you're all sitting around a table together. Um, it goes a lot slower, but it's a lot more, there's a lot more openness to it. You can literally say anything and go anywhere and whoever's the uh, dungeon master has to react to whatever you decide to do. So nobody's done anything too crazy yet. Um, but we're trying, I think we're all trying to kind of take it easy. Well, really, since it's his first our, time, except for our thief, he seems to want to pickpocket every You're right, NPC <laughs> that there is. So, and I asked him about that later and he's like, Oh yeah, I can't wait to do that. <laughs> <laughs> it's his character. Yeah. So like, go for it, you know, yeah. make it more fun. Sure. Cool. Is that about it? Yeah. I mean, that that's good. There's plenty of other things, yeah. but you know, two sure. months. Yeah. Well, our Disney passes are about to end. This is our last full week. So I took a couple of days off Thursday and Wednesday and then Monday will be our last day. And I took Monday off as well. So I'm going to go do some Disney, Disney uh, splurges here. Uh, yeah, and so Drew, if you, you want to come with me any of those days, you're welcome to. So come with me or come with us. I, Sean is going to go at least one of those days, I think, but I'm not sure which. Um, but I'll take the kids. I may take just Luke one day since there's a lot Claire can't ride that Luke may want to. Um, but yeah, it should be a lot of fun. Finally got to show him the Star Wars zone. And so that was great. Uh, it was just me and Luke. And we went and did the Rise of the Resistance ride, and we did the Millennium Falcon. Um, and we were both pilots and definitely made it only as far as you can go at a minimum. <laughs> I actually hate that ride. I've decided. <laughs> I hate it. It's awesome. But like, I've, I've, I don't think I've ever made it past the, the soonest point for it to end. Because nobody ever really knows what to do. I mean, I, I'm pretty good at video games, I feel like. But I get in there and I'm just like, what, what exactly am I supposed to do? One person controls the vertical and the other person controls the back and forth. And then there's some shooters behind you that have some ambiguous random buttons they have to push. And it's not that clear what you're supposed to do and when you're supposed to do it. 
And then there's engineers in the back that are basically just supposed to push lights when they, when they light up, but you don't <laughs> want to stare at a wall full of just lights when you have like the, the viewport of a millennium Falcon right in front of you. Yeah. And it's awesome. It's awesome. I didn't wait an hour like, and a half to do that. So. No, no. So at some point, I guess I won't do it this past cycle. There's a mode you can do where everybody like does a certain thing and uh, you push a button or, or everybody pushes, pushes a button or doesn't push their buttons or something. And all of a sudden Chewbacca's voice comes on and it will basically just do a perfect run for you where none of you control it. <laughs> it's sort of like a secret code that you enter in at the beginning, but all six people have to be like in agreement that that's what you're going to do. So really need to do that someday. Um, but uh, uh, you got to get six people together that are willing to right. let Chewbacca take control. <laughs> But that was fun. That was fun. We did some blue milk. Um, we, uh, we, we basically just did everything in star Wars. We got the, the popcorn. That's, you know, the first few bites are good. And then it's like, this is kind of gross. It's a blueberry and chili powder popcorn. It's got both flavors. There's a chili powder popcorn and a blueberry popcorn. And they mix them together. It's like red and mm. blue. Um, pop. It's not, it's not good, it's not good. <laughs> but we did have a lot of fun. That's pretty much it for me. I mean, that's we had a we had a cool Christmas. Um, oh, actually, related to Galaxy's Edge, Drew, you got me the coasters from uh, the uh, bar that you can go, which I'm which I'm sitting in, right? You if you yeah. you know you can't you can't see this on the podcast, but my background on my Zoom is the uh, the bar that you can go to. Um, in Galaxy's Edge. Yeah, it's hard to get reservations for it, but I've got, I've been able to snag them a few times when they pop up. Um, and, um, actually I went right, really close to the, 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 right at the beginning when it was always super busy, I snagged a reservation on the very last day of my passes last time and went by myself. Um, and, uh, um, what drew got me was the coasters, the original set of coasters that they had when they first opened the bar, uh, that they would, they would give out to people. And then he also got me a wooden set of, of those same coasters. So yeah, that was pretty cool. Anyway, John, what's going on? Yeah. So, uh, I don't have near as uh, cool things. Um, got a lot of projects going on around the house. Got a, we're expanding the, the chicken run because we're going to add probably 50 mm. chickens this year. Whoa. What? 50. Uh, have, have y'all seen the price of eggs? Let me just say, yeah. Oh yeah. Are you going yeah. um, to start selling them? Well, we already do. Uh, oh, okay. And, and I mean, we sell as soon as we get them. So that's, um, that's awesome. Your kids, I guess your kids are going to be involved, probably going to make some money well, they, from it too. They do most of the work. It's yeah. their, uh, their chore, uh, um, awesome. like scooping the poop. So they do that. And then they also have to buy the chicken feed, but then when we okay. go on a family vacation, they get whatever they've actually made from the. So this will all go to benefit them basically still, you think, will yeah, they be able to the handle that part. big of a workload? Uh, probably not, but, uh, okay. you know, we'll, we'll definitely, uh, help like we do 50 now. 50 chickens. Oh my word. Right now we've got, I mean, right now we've got about 30. Okay. And so it's, uh, yeah, that's the idea this year. We'd like to oh, you, wait, you have 30 and you're getting 50 more or you're getting a total. That's well, we're thinking maybe 50 more. We're, 80 uh, chickens. <laughs> <laughs> We're, uh, oh. we're, we're toying with the idea. Um, I okay. mean, we're definitely expanding. We'll see how much, uh, they only lay generally for three to four years okay. and then they stop. Um, 
And I guess we, we, then you eat them. Well, no, cause then they're, they're old tough chickens. Uh, um, okay. And so we'll probably just take care of a bunch of chickens that don't do us any good because okay. they're, there are pets too. Now, yeah, 80 yeah. pets is going to be. How are you going to come up with 80 names? Uh, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I mean, we do have, uh, I, I guess I'll get off on this. Did I have I told you all about our, our how friendly our chickens are? Yeah, uh, I think bit. so. A little and, the, bit. Uh, and the delivery man. Oh, no, I haven't heard this. So, so we, had a, we had a FedEx guy uh, come and we caught this on our ring camera. Uh, and uh-huh. he dropped something off on the porch, and one of our chickens jumped up and sat on his shoulder. Oh, uh, that's cool! And uh, he wasn't sure what to do. He froze. And, he's like, <laughs> and uh, my son came to the door, and he's like, "There's a chicken on my shoulder." Uh, so, uh, so yeah, there. It's it's particularly one that really likes to jump up on our shoulders. And that was the one that got the FedEx person. But anyway, we're going to expand that. I'm still working on my basement office, uh, basement laundry room, putting in a laundry chute in the house from the second floor down to the basement because that's where the laundry room is going to go. Okay. And then we just uh, we just took out a wall this week in our kitchen to just expand our kitchen out. So cool. we've got, are you way, doing it yourself? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Oh, so, man. John, We've got you, way too many projects going uh, on. <laughs> so, that's way more handy. Either yeah. one of our our updates, I think, John. So uh, yeah, <laughs> maybe just because I, mean, I didn't know uh, about all that. But. It's a lot. Um, yeah. We had a uh, we had a devo at our house for the the teenagers uh, at church, and one of the elders came, and he I know he's real handy with stuff, and so I asked him about that wall, and we went up in my attic and looked at it, and he's like, "Oh no, that that wall's fine to go. It's not sporting anything." So that night I started taking it out. And, wow. Uh, so, yeah, it's uh, it's exciting. Yeah. Very cool. I mean, that's I guess that's uh, that's probably our biggest updates. So how many eggs per day will that chicken? Uh, it'll depend on the time Those of the chickens year, produce. OK. Uh, most of them will do about one a day. OK. Um, 80 eggs a day. How many dozen yeah. is that? That's like like nine, nine dozen. Is that right? maybe but I'll, I'll tell you we have out of what we've got now we we no, put a sign doesn't we put like a sign by the road six dozen uh, a while back and and we had to take it down because we have these regulars that started coming you know mm-hmm. um and so i don't think we'll have any trouble getting rid of that many especially at the price of eggs right now and yeah and people sure. just like natural oh yeah yeah know, eggs yeah. they don't they don't like those imprisoned chicken eggs Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Those a few documentaries is all it takes to get people yeah, to change that's their right. behavior. <laughs> I mean, we do. We go in and we buy stuff that says they, they, that we, we look for the cartons that claim they treat their chickens well, right. you know, the, from whether the they really chickens. do, who knows. But, you know, it's uh, uh, the pasture raised, I think, is the main thing that Shauna looks for. Um, and, um, you know, who knows? That might mean they let them out and do a pasture once every month or something. But um, I'm sure there's some sort of regulation for them to be able to claim that, hopefully. But probably anyway, probably. we, um, we, we care about that and we'd much rather buy them from an individual. We probably could find that around here. Shauna has talked about us doing that. So most, this, uh, uh, most charge quite a bit more than we do. Really? Uh, I'd like to up the price, but Jessica yeah. feels bad up in the price on, cause it's a bunch of neighbors and stuff, mm-hmm. you know, they yeah. come get them. 
And I'm like, man, we could make a killing. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Cool. Do you charge more or less than the grocery store? Less. Wow. Okay. You, you think you'd be able to charge more, right? Well, we could, we could, but we charge yeah. less. Okay. You could at least equal the grocery store. I agree. <laughs> <laughs> but the conscience says no we have uh, we're being nice to our neighbors uh, i guess you so. know it's it's good to be nice to your neighbors too i mean if it's mostly neighbors that are buying it it's that's mostly, good for their relationship it's and, mostly you know, neighbors and then we've had these you know these regulars that we kind of get to know and we're at a lake area yeah sure a lot of seasonal traffic and so we've got these seasonal people okay that, you know and then they're they're like our friends even though we only yeah. talk about eggs uh, <laughs> but, but you know it feels bad to raise the price on them i guess yeah yeah okay that's cool we drawn up the the list of to-dos for what we're going to accomplish when you finally come down to visit us <laughs> is lengthening shauna's yeah. wanting to do chickens oh yeah so that's one hopefully our deck will be done by the time you get here we're, we're about to start on that actually oh cool. um, just on the verge of of doing our deck i should should talk about that it's gonna be a huge massive yeah. deck I forget the exact dimensions, but we got three different sections that stretch back. There's 20 foot boards. There's 16 foot board, two, two sections of 16 foot boards. So whatever that is, 32 plus 20 is what? 52, right? So 52 feet across the back of our house will be the length. Now a big sunrooms comes up in the middle of it, but it's going to come out from the house on the yeah. long, at the longest point, like 72 feet or something like that, if I'm not mistaken. So Huge deck, be a huge deck. Getting trucks boards and should be really nice. Once well, it's and I, I will say, now, I, I don't want you to do the deck. The reason no. I mentioned that is because um, once the deck is done, uh, we want some cats. Well, I want oh, some yeah. cats. Me and my kids right. want cats, so we got to yep. figure out how to how to get mom on board. But that's two. And then the third thing is um, that uh, I need you to help us to modify our. Super our power wheels yeah, yeah with with drill batteries so yeah absolutely well hopefully uh also hopefully i sound better i bought a mic for the podcast yeah Definitely. yeah i think you do so uh, i think you do I've got uh i got 30 dollars in the mic so hopefully <laughs> i listened to some of the podcast a while back and i was like wow, uh -huh. wow this is this sound quality is bad yeah uh, so i decided yeah. to see if this made a difference it's okay. The, the mic you're using matters. The room you're in matters. You want to be in a room that's that's relatively small space, so it's not echoey. And then you want like maybe there to be a carpet or padding. You know, if you really, if you really, you know, your serious podcasters are going to have like soundproofing stuff around them, most likely. And well, my my things that really help be, to prevent the the echo, which diminishes the, the quality. That I'm that I'm building will be soundproof just because. Oh, of okay. Because of my work. And right. so I okay. think that'll help and it'll be a that'll smaller, probably help as much or more than the mic too. So like an eight by eight area um, mm. office. So it'll mm -hmm. be a kind of a small office. So hopefully that will, uh, will improve as time goes by. So yeah, right now yeah, it's awesome. still, it's frames. I've got some electrical ran. I'd order some more electrical stuff um, to finish installing plugs and a light and stuff. So, yeah. Well, maybe we can do a Patreon drive for some for, for some yeah, juiced absolutely. up setups. John, you have a you have projects going left and right there, man. Like, I have a I have a ton of projects and none of them are finished. So yeah, all started though. All almost started. Almost started. <laughs> yeah. All right. Okay. Um, we are going to start a segment. 
um, next week. And what this will be is in between our updates, we might, we might abbreviate the updates um, just to make sure we don't go too long on this. Um, make sure Drew gets to bed on time. <laughs> um, but what we're going to do starting next week is, and we'll be on a rotation. We're going to take turns picking a, a topic. Not, I almost said a random topic. It will be a random topic. It'll be some topic for us to discuss that maybe wouldn't come up in our normal conversation, but that might be interesting for us to discuss. We won't necessarily be Star Wars related. There's a, podcast group I listen to that's just started doing this and, and they're just some of the funnest episodes to listen to. And I thought it would be fun to talk to you guys about random things uh, as well. So uh, whatever it is that you, uh, that you and, and I come up with to discuss. So, um, you know, I, I could give examples of what this could be, but we're just going to go with it and see what, uh, uh, see what happens here. Um, what we'll do is on the podcast, we will, we will announce to one another and to our listeners, um, what the topic will be for the following week. So you'll know what to look forward to. There's not a topic for this week. I'm just kind of giving you the preview of what we're planning on doing. Um, and I actually just, just, you know, powwowed with these guys about it before, but right before we hit record for this and, and they thought it sounded like a good idea. And Drew said, Hey, I think I've already got a, a topic. So um, hopefully this is uh, in line with what my vision is for the, <laughs> I had something, <laughs> something I was thinking I might do to kind of get us started. But okay, Drew said, already. hey, I've got oh, it. Let's go. Dude, no, so, no, no. If you already have something. No, go, no, 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 no. No, I, I had a few things bouncing around and I hadn't decided for sure. So I've stopped thinking about it since you said you had a subject. I, what are we going to be talk, talking about next week, Drew? I, this is going to be so fun to see if this is the direction you want it or not. Um, so I want to hear from you guys. What shows are you currently watching okay. or looking forward to watching? And And the only caveat is, make it relevant to what's out now. So like you haven't seen Parks and Rec or The Office, you know, came out 10 years ago, doesn't count. Like what's coming uh, out now? Okay. okay. Like, I mean, within that, le- within the least the year, you know, not yeah, five sure. plus years ago. So just somewhat okay. recent. So I have, I have a couple of, man, I wish we could talk about it right now. This, uh, I'm excited about this. This will be fun. Yeah. I've got a few good recommendations and I'm going to try and start them this week so we'll see very cool and and there's not really a set time for how long we'll discuss that we'll just try not to go too long um because we do want to make sure we have time to discuss you know star wars since that's what the podcast is supposed to be about yeah (laughs) um okay for our star wars discussion this week um what we're going to discuss is a junior novel that is the final sort of character prequel to the rebel series. Obviously the series has started and I believe it was just after the series started about the time when we're reading this, this novel, this book came out, actually this book may have come out before the series started. I I forgot to look it up. Um, But, uh, but it was right there at the beginning before many episodes or maybe before any episodes came out, they came out with this first book of a, um, of a four book series that they released. The first one was in 2014. And then the next three, I think were in the following year in 2015. Um, we will discuss whether or not we intend to finish this. All right. But we did go ahead and read the first novel, which introduces a character to us that we have not met in the series yet. We, we don't know when he, when or how he's going to come up, but this is a character named Zane. Um, and Zane, isn't that right? No. Wait, what's his Zare, name? Zare or Zare, Zare. Zare. I'm not Zare? I thought it was Zane. Why have I been Z-A-R-E. thinking Zane this whole time? 
No. Are you thinking Final Fantasy Nine? Zare. No, that's Zare. Zare. <laughs> I wouldn't get that wrong. It's Zare. Zare. Yeah. Z a r e. It's an R. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. For some reason, I've been thinking Zane the whole time. But anyway, Zare. All right. So Zare is um, a young man on, I don't know, some planet. I forget what planet it is. Lawful. Is it Lawful? Okay. Yeah. So he's on Lawful. And I was Lawful also where Ezra's from. Is that the same planet? Yeah. I think so. Yeah. Okay. All right. So he's on Lawful. And he is looking forward to getting into, I'm going to spoil the whole plot here. So if you want to read the book, don't listen. But honestly, don't it's read the book. Just, don't read the book. Don't just, read just, <laughs> you can get spoiled. <laughs> um, so he is, he's looking forward to going to the academy. But first, his sister, his sister's like one year ahead of him. And so she's going off to, to start to study to become an imperial officer um, for the empire, right? under the service of the emperor. And uh, he is really excited about going and, and kind of frustrated that he has to wait a whole nother year. Right. In the meantime, though, he goes to some basically star Wars version of high school where he is a star player on their grab ball team. Okay. Um, this saber cats. grab ball, is, is it saber cats? Go saber cats. <laughs> I'm forgetting all this. Isn't saber cats from high school musical. That's the Wildcats. Wildcats. Okay. Right. Is this like, was this whole book a musical? Was I supposed to be reading it as a musical? <laughs> it would have been now so much it, it better. It makes so much more sense. sense. The plot's about as deep as a so musical. So much more sense. So. <laughs> anyway, he's going to school. He, he's, he's having a, so he's a star on this sports team. While, and I'm not going to go over every detail of the plot, but there are a couple things that were notable to me that I think are worth mentioning. Um, there's there's a lot of hints that like over the course of this novel he becomes very disillusioned to what the empire is all about right at the beginning he's gung-ho all about it his parents are um you know some sort of political figures right that uh, are influential and they're they're a well-to-do family on this planet where they've they've only lived for a few years right he hasn't been there his whole life there are people from that planet that have grown up there and been there their whole lives but his family is one that moves around to different planets and, and they've been at this planet for a while. Um, but uh, anyway, he has a friend who at the same time that his sister goes off to school, goes off to school as well, but, but they go off to school to become a stormtrooper. So his sister goes off and is, is going to become an officer, but, but then they have somebody who is, is, I guess it's similar to people that enlist just generally versus people that go and get degrees and go off to officer school in our military. Um, the stormtrooper school changes this friend and over the course of the, you don't see a lot of him, but when you do see him, he becomes, he sort of loses his personality and identity starts to see himself as a number and becomes very robotic and cold in, in the interactions with him. And, and the sister in their phone calls, they kind of blow it off as, Oh, well, you know, stormtrooper training is tough. And they, they really try to break you down and build you back up. And so that's just what he's going through, but it won't always be like that. You know, I mean, we know better, right. Cause we know where ultimately stormtroopers end up as these horrible Nazis in the galaxy. Right. Um, but, uh, but he sort of sees his friend undergo this change. He also has got a friend who grew up on a farm that his parents sold a few years ago. And there's a few times in the book where they go out to that farm and see, uh, his parents sold out to the empire. And initially it was that they were going to have droids run the farm and it was going to be more efficient. And the whole pitch was that this will be better for the planet as a whole. Cause we're going to do all these, we're going to use all the empire's resources to create efficiencies that betters the life on lawful. 
ultimately it becomes just a, a ploy by the empire to to milk the planet for resources so they kind of toy around with the, the the fruit production for a while but then before too long they just um uh they they uh, it's like they're intentionally inefficient so that they have an excuse to say we're going to destroy this farm and turn it into a mine and mine lawful for for materials that we're going to use to build our warships basically and this really bothers his friend a whole lot and you guys have to remind me i was trying to remember and i didn't have you know it's been about a week since i since i read it i read the whole thing in one night um it's been about a week and i think uh what what it is did his friend blow something up or something i forget what what was it that he ended up getting arrested for he ended up at the end of the book his friend got arrested and I, i forget the reason why but he did something to basically go against the whole to stick it to the man do you guys remember what it was? They were doing something on speeder bikes, I think, throwing um, charges at blowing up the droids or the construction equipment yeah, or something. Transports and yeah, transports. Yeah, I don't, I don't know. Anyway, they they basically resist the empire. Zare uh, luckily doesn't get caught, but his friend does. His friend ends up getting arrested. Um, well, uh, the other plot, and really this is the main plot, I think, of the of the book that that everything's sort of connected to, and that's that this grab ball team. Um, is really good. They're the best grab ball team in the network of, you know, Star Wars high school, lawful high schools, I guess. Right? I don't know the different <laughs> planets that play or what. I forget. But um, but he's got a little team that he he's the team captain for, and they end up basically winning the championship um, at the end of it. But leading up to that, that the, they make it to the championship, and the the week before they're supposed to go to the championship, one of the school administrators comes to him and he says, "You can't play the aliens in the championship game." Um, we've got to only have humans, right? He's basically a racist, so or a speciesist, um, and says this has got to be a humans-only victory. So you got to you got to tell these guys they can't play. And Zare um, instead <laughs> decides he's going to resist that, and he he constructs their their semifinal game in such a way that those guys are the superstars of the game. Like every play is centered around them. They end up just totally taking the team to victory because of the way that Zare approaches the situation. And it makes this administrator really mad. He gets, he gets onto Zare um, uh, as a result of it. Um, this, the, the following week they have been transferred or before the next game, they get transferred to a different school. So they can't play. So he didn't have to have the conversation with them, but they don't get to play in the championship game that they had earned and were excited about playing. And two other replacement humans get basically added to the team to, to fill their place. Well, they find out about this bet that the administrator has made that, that their team will win by eight points. And at first Zaire's like, I'm not playing. I'm not, this isn't right. I'm not going to play. If they can't play, then, then we're not playing. But then somebody's like, Hey, that works for you. Cause you're kind of a rich kid from another planet. Some of these guys, this is the most important thing that's ever happened to them. And maybe the biggest thing that ever happens to them, to them in their lives, winning a championship could really set up their futures. And so to take that away from the rest of the team, you know, yeah, it's what happened isn't right. But what you're doing isn't right either. So he ends up giving in, but there's a hacker friend that he has who finds out that the administrator has a bet going, a secret bet going on this game that they're going to win by at least eight points. And he's got a lot of money that their team will win by eight points. So Zaire just makes sure they don't, they win, but they win by like six points instead of eight points. And they take a knee at the end. And then this officer comes in and basically tries to mess up Zaire's future, right? 
um, by trying to prevent him from being accepted into the academy and, and mess up whatever chances he has. It. But Zare also becomes at this point he's been very disillusioned with the empire. So, um, but around around all this stuff that's happening, his sister suddenly disappears as well. Through their conversations, she started to have some have some issues with what's going on at the school, and she sees that there's some really bad bad stuff that's happening in the empire and that that officers are expected to do. And then suddenly she's out of the picture. She disappears. And so instead of and on principle saying, I'm not going to have anything to do with the empire. Zare says, no, I'm going to go to school because that's my best chance at figuring out what happened to my sister. And if I hear about a rebellion, I'm ready to jump in and join it and be a, be a behind the scenes undercover, you know, uh, turncoat, I guess, <laughs> double agent uh, or whatever. Uh, and join a rebellion that I that I come across. So that's pretty much it. Uh, there was more to it than that, but th- those are the high points. So um, let's start with. Uh, I, I think it's pretty clear what John thinks about it. <laughs> let's hear from Drew. Drew, what did you think about this book? Oh, it was a train wreck. It was an absolute oh, oh, train wreck. Oh, oh, train wreck. <laughs> yeah. It's, Whoa. <laughs> this this was pure garbage. Um, I. I enjoyed Dark Disciple. We that's so I'm going to list some books for our listeners here. Uh, we've read Dark Disciple, great book. I'd read that again. Mm-hmm. A New Dawn, New Dawn was good, N- not as good as Dark Disciple, but it was still good. Um, Ezra's Gamble was tolerable. This was not tolerable. Um, wow, okay. I <laughs> I don't know. I I, I think John's going to agree with me. I don't know about you, Cliff, but. I, Whenever I got to the grab ball sections, I'm like, ah, skim, skim, all right, skim, skim, all right. Yeah, just, yeah. Where's the actual story here? Like, I, I felt like High School Musical was actually a very good uh, comparison. <laughs> Reference like, plan. Like 15 pages of grab ball plays, go do this, delta, delta. It's like, oh, I, I just don't care. I yeah. just don't care. Um, the the relationship between him and his sister was probably the high point for me and how that might big work out into the future with the other novels, sort of the mystery behind yeah. that. And what happened to her and what happened to her and interplay with his future. And that was really the only, that was probably the high point as far as connections and relationships go for me, like between him and his parents, there wasn't a lot, even him and his friends, I didn't see a whole lot of, you know, strong connection, good dialogue, good. And maybe, maybe that's because we're thirties, you know, and we're not fifth grade. I mean, I, I don't know, but that's, that's my general take. I'll talk more in a second after John has his moment. Sure. Okay. Well, guy, John, give us your reaction here. I loved it. no just kidding hey uh so remember the rebel shorts we watched Uh, yeah 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 this should have been a rebel short uh the whole thing just one whole thing two minute short should have been a (laughs) three three minute short short, whatever right showing like a kid in a high school uh and then you know just kind of playing out something happening to his sister and him being like i'm gonna join so that i can mess them up from the inside Right. Um, I say, but honestly, if I had read this as a musical to begin with, it probably would have been a lot better. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just thought of it as a musical. Imagine yeah. what songs might, might right. there be. 
Yeah, yeah, to the tune of High School Musical stuff. Um, yeah, you gotta get was, you get uh, you get you get your head in the game. Yeah, I mean, can't can you imagine it now? Like, no, uh, with the Jogun fruit. Yeah, <laughs> uh, I think uh, it, th- there was too much of Grav Ball. Like, I think mm. I think it would have been fine to mention Grav Ball and say, "Hey, here's here's how the game went," and too much of filler was grav ball and yeah and it, it was almost like it was a to me like a little kid that made up this game and he's like telling you how all the plays goes and you're like yeah uh-huh. right yeah okay that's that's so cool like while you're focused on something else right yeah. so, uh i i will say one thing i like was that it was unlawful okay and this is a complete different side of society mm, okay as what Ezra was was involved in right so that I kind of you know it's these these uh, uh, the the uh, the rich elite thinking okay the empire's good and then some of them coming to the realization that it's not almost like sound of music when the Nazis come and it's yeah. like oh like we were kind of supporting them in the beginning and now we see how bad it was. Right. Right. Yeah. Um, so that, that piece I, I liked, but it didn't mm-hmm. require me to read as much as I did to get that point across. It wasn't that much. This was, this was like a two and a half hour read. <laughs> this book uh, took me two and a half months. Two and a, so, well, yes. Yeah. <laughs> right. But when did you start reading? June. <laughs> It was, <laughs> it was tough. I will say uh, I read, I read the back third of it tonight. Okay. The last, the last third of it, just cause okay. I was like, oh, right. we, we got to record. So I got to finish. Yeah. Uh, so, <laughs> sure. So I, uh, I read about get it out of the way. Get it done. Yeah. I don't know. Um, Clint, gonna, did you seem to enjoy it more than we did? I did. And I'm going to give you that update in a minute, but one of my kids is screaming. So y'all, y'all just talk amongst yourself for just a minute. I will be right back. I mean, you know how much Cliff enjoyed it because uh, he thought the main character's name was Zane. (laughs) Maybe he read a different book than us. Maybe that's what we're going to find out. (laughs) You know, when when he said that at first, my my initial like gut instinct was crap. I've been reading his name wrong this entire time. And then I looked down because I have it right in front of me. Yeah, I got it too. And I was like. No, that's definitely an R on the back. I did not misread that. <laughs> I bought the book, the hard copy, but then I got it on my Kindle to Kindle app. Um, I don't have a Kindle, but uh, just so that because I could not keep, I could not stay interested in this book. It was a, it was an easily misplaced book. So. Yeah, yeah. The fact that he said, "Well, we'll we'll, we'll talk about if we want to do the other ones or not." I said, "Whew." Good. Yeah. I haven't bought the other ones yet. And after reading the first one, it might kill me to spend any money on the next one. Here, here's the thing. How much more grav ball could be in them? Right. That's kind of that's kind of over, isn't it? He got accepted to uh to the university. Hopefully we wouldn't see yeah. any more grav ball, right? Maybe. I mean, what'll they replace it with? <laughs> that's true. That's true. It'll be like the NFL grav ball. Darts. So. <laughs> hey, gravity yeah. darts would be kind of cool. Zero gravity darts, maybe. 
like from really far away. Yeah. Right. Like a and you can do it almost like a shuffleboard. Have people that go just, along with it and just <laughs> try to blow it in the right direction. Maybe you have to blow it around obstacles and stuff. And if, and if they give the detail in the next book, like they did in Graphball, <laughs> it'll be just as exhilarating. <laughs> maybe more so. Maybe more so. It kind of reminded me, all this Graphball stuff kind of reminded me of like the Quidditch stuff in Harry Potter. Yeah. yeah. But the Quidditch stuff in Harry Potter is riveting. It's, it's excellent and exciting. Now, I don't know if y'all have, have you guys read the books? I've never read Harry Potter. Potter. John, have you read it in any other? No. Just, oh, okay. just years ago, the first one. Well, um, when you read it, but. Oh, yeah, I read um, it to you. That's right. Yeah. I think we've talked about yeah. that. How, yeah. how we scared, I scared uh, Sarah, our sister, yeah. when yeah. I talked about the unicorn the, blood being drunk, drunk by the hooded figure. And she walked the, in the room. Little girl. Part of the problem for me, I had, I also had a hard time picturing Graf Ball, even though they were giving, yeah, right, details, like, sure, really understanding what's going on there. I cared so little that I didn't yeah. try to picture it. Right. <laughs> me <laughs> just too. Sort of accepted it. <laughs> yeah. Well, now that it, said, I think I was, I didn't, I didn't hate it. I didn't hate the novel. I, I didn't love it. It's not something I would like ever want to read or ever recommend anybody reading but i wasn't like miserable i read it and i thought it was fine um i think that it maybe they'll make a disney plus series out of grab ball no i hope not oh, I, hope so. I don't think grab ball is is well thought and well it's thought about well enough so the thing it was it what it was it was kind of like it felt like football it sounded like football and they called it grab ball john you have on your background right now a comic um like slide, I guess, from some Star Wars yep. media of some sort. It's from Wikipedia. Of them, from Wikipedia, okay, of people playing grab ball. And they're like floating around. I didn't even know that it was zero gravity. So I'm not certain it is the, the oh, way okay. they played it in the book. But in the first few pages, they mentioned some people using grav uh gravity boots anti-gravity boots ah and, so that's just not their version of it and he was like can play I don't, with anti-gravity yeah that was almost like the oh we don't play with those we play hardcore oh <laughs> okay so. it was basically like we're gonna play football but we're you you have to shoot it into a basketball hoop that has a goalie in front of it <laughs> like oh okay right so whereas quidditch is like no we're gonna come up with this game that makes sense to play on brooms right flying around, which you can't do in real life. So it was a very unique thing. It has some similarities to other sports, mostly soccer for, for, uh, for Quidditch. Um, but then there's some really weird, like random elements that frankly are, are kind of crummy in, in Quidditch. Like you, you, you play back and forth and you try to score a point here, a point, a point here, a point there. But then there's this little catch. tiny ball flying around and whoever catches that gets like 70 points at once. And the game ends. Yeah. So it's basically like if you catch it, you win. Mm-hmm. <laughs> and the rest of it's kind of just for no good reason. Um, and they, they justify it sort of in the books, but it, it doesn't make a lot of sense. But it, it at least is totally unique, right? Right. And they set some scenarios up that are pretty interesting. You've got rivalries that are going on that, that make it entertaining. And they tie it all in together. Um and make it a make it a cool part of the world. Whereas this just felt like somebody was like, "I'm going to just think of all the sports and do mostly football, but throw in elements of a bunch of other things, right. and we'll call it a day." 
<laughs> no gravity or lessened gravity, maybe. So. Maybe, yeah, right. It was, it was, uh, the sport was stupid. And, and so much of the book centered around the sport, which was disappointing. I did like the Stormtrooper, what we kind of learned about Stormtrooper training and kind of seeing that, seeing the Empire military from the perspective of somebody on a, on a random planet who might want to go and enlist in the military, right? Having been fed all these lies about how they're basically going around the galaxy, making, making, making it a better place everywhere. When in reality, they're just Nazis, right? Yep. One thing I really didn't like was the racism. Um, mostly in Star Wars, the only type of racism that you see is against droids. Correct. I mean, it's there, but it's not like all the aliens and humans are pretty much okay with each other. Right? Everybody just kind of respects each other as you know equals whereas with with the um you know I, I just didn't like it and the more i thought about it the more i thought well maybe that's been there all along because one thing that is true about the empires it's pretty much all humans right like they don't really allow aliens in the i mean there's no alien stormtroopers right i mean the high they're higher the higher alien bounty hunters but you go on the Death Star and you don't, you're not running into aliens. It's just humans. So maybe there is some of that that's actually there. But, uh, but the, only, the only really racism that you ever see is droid racism. Yeah. Most of Star Wars anyway. And I couldn't think of any other examples of just blatant racist, you know, anti-alien um, sort of stuff in the, in the series. There may be some, but I, I couldn't think of it. Um, of course, the droid racism gets taken f- way too far in a movie like Solo, right? Right. <laughs> yeah. very, that's the stupidest part of that movie. But uh, I love the rest of the movie, but that, that part is really dumb. The, the droid liberation. Yeah, the droid rebellion against the, the mines or whatever, with yeah. droid rights things. It's really, really stupid. Yeah. But uh, I don't really know what to think about droids. You know, Star Trek kind of handles it. They're like, no, you know, data is sentient. Right. And they have a whole episode centered around like data sentience. Mm-hmm. Droids, it's still really ambiguous. It's like, are like, they? I mean, we've got feelings for C3PO and R2D2, but are they just robots or do they, mm-hmm. like, what is a droid? <laughs> Star Wars is never super clear about, like, no, we need to respect these sentient beings or that nah, they're just robots. It's this sort of this weird ambiguity, unknown factor <laughs> that solo confuses, frankly. Um, yeah in not in a good way <laughs> well sure i mean uh, if the separatists treated the droids that way but the republic treated clones the exact same way well so, you're right I mean, you're right yeah. <laughs> yeah there was that parallel as well but i i don't know i just i don't really know what to think and i don't know that star wars has ever really had a clear vision of what <laughs> droids are as far as sentience is concerned um and the attempts that have been made to explore that are it's it's like maybe it's a better to just leave it unaddressed that's what really what i think they should have done it's just left it unaddressed i like that alien human racism isn't a big issue i think that's an obvious one that's a little bit overdone in sci-fi right yeah right and so why why do that in star wars i don't mind them doing it against droids because it's it's almost kind of funny we don't serve their kind here you know it's like oh okay <laughs> it's silly because what do you mean you don't serve their kind are they gonna drink <laughs> like droids don't drink <laughs> you know we don't we don't have any oil <laughs> like what are you yeah. talking about um 
So it doesn't really even make sense. It's just sort of like a goofy element that I prefer to just stay an unaddressed goofy element. So I didn't like that. And then that whole subplot of this guy's racist against the, the aliens, although it sort of does tie into what the Im- Imperial military is. So maybe, I don't know. I, I'm not really sure what to think about it. Do you guys have any thoughts on that? I more just took it that Lothal is, uh, isn't it more close? It's not like one of the core worlds. It's one of the outer rim worlds, right? That's, I think that's mentioned. I believe so, yeah. Pretty sure. So I just sort of took it as like, oh, you know, because they they made the comparison once or twice in the book of, oh, well, we're not like the core worlds, you know, out here, we do it this way. And so I just sort of more took it like that mindset, kind of, so. Sure. But. John, any thoughts on that? No, I mean, similar thoughts to uh, to what you had. And, you know, the, I, I have thought about, OK, why why is, you know, why isn't there racism in Star Wars? Right. Against aliens, alienism. Um, and I think part of it is, you know, these different alien races have different abilities in a lot of cases that, you know, um, the Kaminoans are like right. great cloners. Um, sure. You know, and so there's 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 things that set them apart. You know, it's almost like in in sci fi, humans are always like really the lowest form. Sure. Uh, yeah. A lot of times. A lot of know? times. Yeah. Um, but there's just so many of them because Why? there's so many actual people to play these humans. It's easier. Um, yeah. But yeah, other than that, um, I mean, I guess they're. Uh, uh, I mean, they kind of enslaved all the Wookiees, right? At one point, um, that's true. But that, that was more—I think that was less a racial issue, more of a, and more of just we're horrible people that enslave people issue. Because right. they enslave humans too, right? It's, mm. And then because the, they were Wookiees necessarily, the the genocide that was mentioned against. Um, oh yeah, that's true. That, Wait, is that the, Zane? No, no, Zeb. That's Zeb. Zeb. Yeah. Zeb. Against Zed, oh, I thought right. of Zane. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> Again, I don't know if that was racism. That seemed to me more because they resisted right, imperial right. occupation. And so they yeah. paid the price. So, yeah, I don't know. Speciesism. I have, uh, yeah, no, I, I guess I agree with you on that clip. Though. Yeah. I just, I, you know, that's that kind of topic seems more Star Trek appropriate. It does. Like, let's let let's let Star Trek do a sci-fi take on all these issues that actually face the real world, and let's let Star right. Wars just be a show about Nazis and killing Nazis. Right? That's yeah. I'll just like that better. Oh yeah, Star Trek is very much the uh, uh, the one that explores stuff like that more. I mean, Nazis right? were pretty terrible racists, but they were they were. But then you think <laughs> of Clone Wars and the issues they explore. Uh, yeah, or oftentimes, you know, and I didn't mind it in Clone Wars. I, I liked that, you know, but it right. It's just more they weren't really in Star Wars, so Clone Wars don't. It didn't seem like they were real issues, right? They were just made up the, issues because it's like we have clone know. armies to deal with. No, but the expendability mm-hmm. of of groups of people, um, okay, fighters, yeah. you know, stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess military. What did you just say, Drew, about the? You just said something that talked over you. I'm sorry. Oh, no. I mean, it just seems like in general comparing in full disclosure, I've only seen next generation Star Trek next generation. Uh, That's the only context I have for Star Trek. But um, I mean, Star Wars seems more 
kid, young viewer friendly than Star Trek does. And so maybe it just lends itself more naturally to those more adult types of deeper conversations of, you know, societal uh, issues. So probably. Sure. Okay. Well, anything else y'all want to point out from the, uh, from the novel here? The next time we see Zare, he's going to be meeting up with our ghost crew somehow. I assume in the next few episodes that we watch, although I don't looked it up at one point, but I don't remember when he comes into play. One, one thing that I don't know if I just missed it or y'all got it and or maybe they're just exploring it later. The whole thing at the, the end, um, and John, this will probably especially be something you might remember since you finished it more recently with with his acceptance and how he was like the first one that was accepted when Murray Murai was looking on the computers. He was the first one accepted before anyone else. Um, but then he deferred. Then he, you know, came back and said, yeah, I want to come back at the very end. And he was like quickly reaccepted as well. And they were like, oh, that doesn't happen for most people. Are we thinking was was the implication there that it doesn't happen for most people because they actually really want him? They think he's that valuable as an individual or does this somehow tie into his sister? I don't, I don't think we know for sure. I did think that, okay, is somebody pulling the strings here? Right. I think, I think right now they want us to think he is, he is that wanted by the empire. Right. Okay. He's that Just value. has credentials. Yeah. Right. And because he was the first one, everybody else was still pending and he was in, like he had it. Right. That's so, right. Why was that? I so forget. that's, but that's why they kind of convinced that. him like, Hey, put back in for it because you're going to get it. You were the first first draft pick here for the Empire. They're going to want you if you say you want back in. Okay. So you don't think there's anything like... I think there uh, could be. Okay. I don't I, I don't necessarily think they want us thinking that direction yet, but gotcha. but I think there could be. Because maybe, the commander they, maybe came, it's related to his sister or something. Yeah, because when the commander came and broke the news or commandant, whatever his title was, to the family about the sister being missing... It, it said in there something at least twice. It noted that he looked at Zare, you know, or he stared at Zare thoughtfully, or, you know, he, it just made a point of not noting that. And so that just sort of right. further brought up the intrigue, at least in my mind, but I might be looking too much into it. So, well, that's a good point. It seems like something's there, just something's yeah. up that, that it worked out that way, especially after he had just been given all these this bad, you know, bad feedback about his helmet being dirty. And, you know, you all remember what I'm talking about there. Yeah. Um, And then it was like, they overlooked all that and still gave him that, that preferential. I thought it might be because of who his parents were in part as well. And that could be, yeah, could be. He's just sort of a known figure. Yeah. Like he's a contextually, they know who's, they know who his family is. So it's kind of like, Oh, well, we're going to let him in. Cause look who's, look who's mom and dad are. And yeah. Uh, it's Dara's brother. And we don't know what happened to Dara, but he's got, he's, he's sort of known. like I was known. I was known when I went to college because Rose paved the way and all of her professors that she had, when I would take their classes, they, they would like me already by the time I got to their class. Cause they loved Rose. Rose is just one of their favorites. And yeah. Then I, I had to go through and just one by one, let them all down. Did I, don't I did too. It, it worked out for me their, as well. <laughs> it worked out for you. Yeah. Yeah. People are like, Oh, you're, 
you're Rose's, Rose's, you Rose's know, probably brother. Rose's brother. <laughs> More so in high school. Uh, oh, really? Yeah, was, yeah. What I was our, was, uh, my teachers like, liked me in high school. My teachers didn't like me in college as much. Our, they loved uh, me in high school. Our teacher, the, the math teacher. Um, yeah, Miss Davis. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I absolutely oh, I love hated that. I hated that class. Hated sitting Oh, really? It. But I don't think it was possible for me to get below like a 90 just because oh. I was Cliff's brother. Oh, she she's still to this day, she keeps up with with what's going on with me. And I man, I really love that 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 woman. She had a big impact on me. Good teacher. Yeah. That's something we should think, talk about. That's a, that that'll be a good subject. I think maybe to bring I think up I was the let teachers down. that influenced us. I so. think I was the letdown in that scene. So. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, if you want to email us, send an email to Star Wars Brothers Podcast at gmail.com. I always forget to check that before we record. So I will just pop on really quick. And well, while yep. you're doing that, I'll go ahead uh-huh. and tell our uh, listeners for next week we yep. are going to be watching Rebels season one, episodes five through eight. Perfect. I'm ready. Ready for that. No I think there's 15 required. this season. So one of the weeks we'll only watch three. Isn't that right? And they're 15 episodes total. Yeah, the last the last one, 13 and uh 13, 14, 15. Yeah. Yeah. No, I don't think we have any emails. Oh, wait, wait, wait. Mm-hmm. Advertisement. You want to read Advertisement. it? Advertisement. No. <laughs> <laughs> Advertisement. Advertisement. Man, uh, Andy, Andy keeps sending me all kind of advertisements here. Some spam. Go ahead and read the spam and respond. Is your cholesterol high even with they medication? trick you, you know, they <laughs> they they really trick you, you know. It's it's this guy's message starts out, hi, did you get my last email? And then it sounds like it's really personal, but it's not. Yeah. Nothing. Unless we have listeners really concerned about our core warranties and uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, I had a client the other day that was telling me about how she renewed her car warranty. And I just thought, Oh no, no, don't, how do I even address this? I I just left it alone. Yeah. It wasn't that big of an expense, but yeah. What am I going to do? Tell her she doesn't need a car warranty. It's probably legitimate. (laughs) I doubt it's a scam. It's just, you don't need a car. You don't need to extend your car warranty ever. (laughs) (laughs) Don't do it. Mm. All right. Um, great well send us an email if you uh, want to be read right on the show and be a part of what we're talking about here and hey share for 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 the next week i'll try to post this soon um for next week uh send us an email about the tv shows that that you're currently watching that, that you'd like to recommend to others and we'll we'll pull those emails up in that section goodness i forget to check my email i won't i'll, I'll, remember. I'll remember send us an email all right thanks for listening That's fun. What do you guys think? I think the segment's going to be fun. I think so. Yeah. It says you're still recording. I don't. I don't care. I just. Yeah, I am. That's, that's okay. Fine. That's fine. Um, I'll just stop it when I end it. We had a we had a pause a second ago, so I'll be able to find it pretty easy. No big deal. So are we? Um, are we going to finish the? Um, oh yeah, I meant to address that. This. <laughs>
we, it's up to you guys. Um, we, we won't get to the next one for, I mean, it will be a few weeks before we actually get to the next one. What I don't want to do is take three months to read another one. I agree. Cause I want us to watch rebels. <laughs> yeah. I'm ready to watch some rebels. So we can just, we can just skip the next three. And then maybe when we're done with the series, we can consider going back. I think that's what yeah. most people do anyway, you know, probably. Um, we'll at least have and, context uh, for who he is now after the first one. Yeah. So, we got the introduction. Too, I mean, so. Rebels could make us really love grab ball and we're going to want to go back and read. <laughs> but there's no more grab ball. Grab ball's it. Grab ball's well, just the first novel. The rest of the novels aren't about grab ball. You're sure. You're sure there's not like a professional 90, league? I'm like 98% sure that there's college no more grab ball. He's not <laughs> in college. College ball now. I'm 98% sure this is the only novel with grab ball in it. Everything no. else is going to okay. be. Actually, the other novels won't even be about his academy time. I'm pretty sure this sets up his introduction to the series and then every other novel is going to be like some side story with him and the ghost crew doing something. So it might actually be a lot more interesting in the future. So I'll try to, I'll try to pay attention to where the next one falls. And then maybe if we're just super interested at the time, we can dive in, but um, it might be better to just go through rebels at this point and let the novels, let the novels wait until we're done. If yeah. we do them at all. Does that sound okay? Yeah. Yeah. That. I'm ready for Rebels. I'm ready to watch. I, I really enjoyed that first yeah. set. So we need to we need to just dive in and get it done. So. Have y'all watched Bad Batch season two at all? No, but don't wait. No, if good. you want to watch it, go ahead and watch it. I think I probably so. I, I still haven't even watched uh, Andor. I have. Oh, you either. need to watch Andor. Oh, you mm-hmm. don't watch Bad Batch season two yet. Then watch Andor. <laughs> um, if you guys do decide you're going to watch Bad Batch season two, let us know. Let the other two of us know. And maybe we'll just do like a, a week where we say, all right, we're going to in between season one and two of rebels, we'll do bad batch or something. You know, we can just all watch the series and yeah, I don't know how long it is. Is it eight episodes or what? No I think idea. it's eight, eight, probably eight, eight to but 12. they're not all like out yet. You know, they're, oh, they're not like, I don't yeah, think we'll, so. And we'll wait till it's out before we discuss it. So watch it if you want to, no reason to wait on it. Have you guys watched okay. tales, tales of the Jedi at all? I have not. Okay. All right. Well, we can wait and do that together if you want. What I've heard is that there's really no spoilers for Rebels because it's all like old stuff. Yeah. It's like pre episode one, even stuff, or at least oh, pre Clone okay. Wars stuff for the most part. So it's like backgrounds to characters that we already know about. So gotcha. And I've heard it's pretty good. I've heard good things about it. But there's some, there's an Ahsoka, some Ahsoka content in there, but it's going to be like little girl Ahsoka. Mm-hmm. You know? So nothing that's going to spoil anything in Rebels, at least nothing major. So okay. If y'all want to, do, if y'all want to do that, just we can, we can do it together. We can just do it on our own. But if, no, if nobody's watched it by the time we get done with Rebels, then we'll probably do it next. But um, but if y'all want to go and watch it, no big deal. I don't want this podcast to keep us from just enjoying new Star Wars content that comes out. Right, this is more just about us being able to go back together and enjoy past stuff, not miss out on the zeitgeist of whatever's current. So yeah. Yeah, I really do want to see Andor because I know you uh, really seem to highly recommend Andor. It's slow. Get ready for it to be slow. It's very slow, but it is is really good. It's really good. It's going to take you a few episodes to get invested. And then once you do, you're going to be like, this is awesome. This is really cool. So is Avatar 2 out? Yeah. Yeah. I saw that. Is it appropriate for William? I think so. One of his friends wants him to go see it with him. So I I was just. Okay. 
Um, but I, I don't know. I didn't watch it with that in mind. Yeah. I mean, we saw it with some sojourners. Oh, then it's fine. You know who the sojourners are? Yeah, they're like nuns of the church. Close. <laughs> Just I, I don't think there's any, there's no like sexual scenes or anything like that that I can no. recall. Well, remember I mean, the you're, blue you're, people. You're, the blue people don't violence, even have regular sex, too. They, they just kind of like emote together or something, don't they? Something weird. Or they connect their sticky cords or whatever. <laughs> That's right. And go on some kind of a mental weird journey that impregnates. It's been a while since I've seen the first one. I think you're right. Yeah. yeah I don't, I don't even know that they have reproductive organs. Yeah, it's something like that. Like they plug into each other. I mean, not, John, in there's... A, not in that way. <laughs> <laughs> There, you know, there's guns, knives, explosions, oh, he's, chasing. Yeah, that's all so I mean, yeah, yeah. I mean, he watched he watched Aquaman with us. So yeah, yeah, I mean, he's I mean, he's all about that. I don't stuff. think I don't think there's anything that would bother you. Okay, I'm not going to go see it with him. So I don't remember. There may be a little language, but nothing that's. I think there was a like little. There's, it's not like there's f bombs being dropped everywhere or anything. It's not. Nothing yeah. that like note was notable to me. Nothing that bothered any of the sojourners. Okay. <laughs> so uh, awesome. At least not that they said. Yeah. Like, Did you see yeah. it in 3D? No. I wanted to. I wanted uh, to really bad because it's 3D high frame rate. And that's like the whole point. The guy who made yeah. it is like, I love 3D. I want to make a 3D movie. Like that's the reason to see it is to see good 3d because we're not really doing 3d much anymore. And that's sort of like creator's intent, but I didn't care that much about the movie. You know, who cares about the movie is, is Shauna's dad. Mm. He really wanted to go see it. And he, so he put it together and invited some of the sojourners and, you know, did this whole thing. And I, I, I pushed for the 3d a little bit because I was like, let's just go. It's like an extra, you know, hour and a half. I know of driving, but it'll be worth it. And I made my pitch. And then I was like, but if you don't want to, that's, because ultimately, I just it was more for him than it was for me. <laughs> it yeah. sounds on my kid. If it was Star Wars, then I, you know, if James Cameron did a 3D Star Wars and it was like, yeah, I'm doing it at a high frame rate and I really think 3D is the best way, to, then I would see it in 3D. And I'd be like, sorry, you guys yeah. are going to have to see it without me if you're not going to go see it in 3D. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't, you know, you got to pick the hills to die on. And that wasn't one. So he cracked me up when I, I saw an interview with him and, someone asked him they said well this is this is a pretty long movie like your first one three and a half hours he's like yeah yeah and they're like well art is there an intermission anything like that and he said no like they said art what about the people that are going to have to go to the go to the bathroom in the middle of it and the the perfect director you know the perfect movie man he said well they can always come back and see it again and get another ticket <laughs> like that's true i guess so there you go yeah you get the part you missed yeah i heard they've got uh, plans for like number seven or something i think that, i think five i think they've got five planned out crazy you know what it's doing good I, I believe it's doing pretty good in the box office and to be honest high eights it was mm. a good movie it was yeah. it was fun it was really fun watch you saw it didn't you drew yeah i saw it the weekend it came out Better than the first one? Oh, okay. Yes. I love. Speak of alien racism. Okay. Better than the first one. 
Okay. It's about the same though. <laughs> the, 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 the plot is basically the same. I mean, you mix around a few parts, but the plot humans bad, you know, it's yeah, just your yeah, it's it's, not the plot's not changed really, but but you know, it's high budget. It's like the highest budget cartoon that you'll ever see. Oh, you know? yeah. So um it's good. It is funny that it's actually just a cartoon, but nobody treats it like a cartoon. Um mm-hmm. it's like it's like Mary Poppins, you know. Every now and then there's a human in there, but it's all just cartoons around them. So. <laughs> um, and nobody thinks about it as a cartoon, but like, it's a cartoon. Yeah. So. Yeah, it's good. Um, very silly, but very beautiful. Uh, cool worlds, you know, cool, nonsensical, silly stuff, you know, like we're going to plug our tails into these dragons and now we can control them. It's a lot of that kind of stuff still, you know? Yeah. But um yeah, at least it's unique. It's unlike anything else you really see, except for Ferngully and Pocahontas, I guess. But you know, right. still, the world itself is the reason to see it. So maybe the next one there'll be like a a red people that the blue people don't like, Ooh, and it'll maybe. it'll be it'll be that side of the racism. Yeah, true. So true. It's um it's a movie that I really enjoyed. And then it's a movie that I will never watch again. I will not right. even probably watch a recap before I see the yeah. third movie because I just don't care enough. Yeah. But I really enjoyed the experience of, of actually watching it. And I actually did wish that I'd watched like a five minute recap before I went into it. Cause mm-hmm. I was kind of confused about a few things, but I mean, it's not, it's not complicated enough to where it matters. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. But there are a couple of things like what, what is this guy? I don't know. I feel like I should know something that's happening here that I don't understand. But again, it's, it, it's just, I, I've got enough fantasy universes that I've invested in to not care about avatar. <laughs> right. Right. Uh, anyway, the biggest and worst difference between Pocahontas, Ferngully and avatar is there's no singing in avatar. Mm. Mm-hmm. And it's kind of got some matrix mixed in there too. Right. Cause yeah. they, they lay in these vats and they plug into their avatars um, this one was more like, like, I think they were all clones in this one. Right. I don't yeah. think there was anybody like plugging into the matrix in this one. It was just, and everybody the, was a clone. And then the chase scenes, they went in slow motion with the boats and the explosions. Like, yeah, but it was so cool. The, the, the visuals and the effects and yeah. it's just like, they took way too long to make this movie. Yeah. And it's just the highest budget CG you're ever going to see, you know, maybe not ever, but you're going to see for a long time. I mean, it's just up there with the best of the, the best of the best effects. So it's worth seeing for that. And the plot is fine. <laughs> Shauna was a little bit traumatized by it. Cause there's a lot of like pregnancy stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. And um, like, you know, parents and children and dealing with like your kids being hurt and that kind of stuff. So there's a lot of that in there. But yeah, uh, that tugged on her heartstrings. I mean, I didn't really care. Just a bunch of blue fake people to me. But right. um, but there's a, there's a lot of stuff they try to do with that. Yeah, type of thing. About like the Ewoks getting killed, right? Um, well, they tr- they certainly tried to bother you more about it yeah. than <laughs> any attempt has ever been made with the Ewoks. So. <laughs> anyway, we got like Drew go to bed. It's almost yep. eleven. Yeah, uh, is this okay, Drew? Uh, we yeah, started no, recording this, a little late. So. This is great. Finishing at eleven yeah. is like perfect. So, oh, it is okay. All right, yeah. All right, sounds good. Cool. Talk All to right, you guys man. later. See y'all. Bye. 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 Bye.